Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Let me introduce you to our latest sponsor, The Andre Law Firm. Andre Law can represent you or your business in a variety of civil and commercial matters. Do you have a client that has proven difficult to collect from? Andre Law also specializes in collection law and can expedite your collection on judgments from your defaulting clients. The principal of Andre Law Firm is Tony Andre, a North Miami native with years of experience representing businesses and individuals throughout the state of Florida. Based in Aventura, you can give him a call at 786 786- 7080813 or visit his website at andrelaw.com again give andre law a call at 786-708-0813 to set up your consultation let me introduce you to another sponsor to the podcast you break wheel repair and remanufacturing company tired of your wheels give your car a new and refreshed look by powder coating them a new color even make it heat hurricanes or dolphins colors Wheels faded and scratched, renew them with our in-house wheel refinishing. They'll also repair cracked and bent rims while also offering in-home service. They also offer powder coating and full metal finishing of many other metal items such as outdoor furniture. U-Break Wheel Fix has 15 years experience based right here in North Miami. You can check out a gallery of their work on Instagram at U, that's the letter U, Break Wheel Fix. That is U, Break Wheel Fix. W-H-E-E-L Fix For information call 305-748-0112 Or you can also visit them on the web At youbreakwheelfix.com That number again is 305-748-0112 Welcome to 3 Yards Per Carry A podcast covering the Miami Dolphins And the NFL Now here's your hosts Chris, Alf and Simon. And we're on and welcome to another edition of Three Yards for Carry, an edition of which would be the last 
until the end of the month when hypothetically camp should start and I may or may not be at camp. All depends on the NFL and the Miami Dolphins, but that's for another day. But for now, I have Chris Kaufman here. We were supposed to have Simon, but Simon might have fell asleep, maybe. I don't know. I think, I think you know, anytime he doesn't show up, I just assume that he's got COVID again. <laughs> I don't think that that's possible. It could yeah, be. I, I, think he, I think he can get reinfected and reinfected and reinfected four times. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's what we're going on here. We're yeah, working on we- that. But we, we, uh, we've learned the last few weeks that for whatever reason, and I think it was a good reason, last year we took almost the entire month of July off. <laughs> yeah, for a very good reason. We should have learned. <laughs> yes. So we're doing that thing because really there's nothing going on, people. Okay? Like occasionally, Not a thing. Occasionally Tua shows up at Davy and throws a football around with Preston Williams. And that seems. Oh my be- God! <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. like that's uh, as much of excitement as what's going on right now. You know what I mean? Here's here's what's here's what's happened. I'm doing the podcast right here in 30 seconds. Patrick Mahomes signed a monster deal, 10 years, and he's going to get paid like half a billion dollars over <laughs> yes. the 10 years. That's one thing that's out of the way. Um, the uh, what's his name? Um, the the old the old head. Uh, um, who am I thinking of? The uh, Gil Brandt tweeted something interesting that uh, that the Ivy League have decided to move their football season, their college football season, to spring when they would normally do spring ball and probably a truncated like conference schedule. And Gil actually tweeted that he expects a lot of the other college football conferences, including the major conferences, to follow suit and just to cancel fall college football and move it to the spring, have a shortened season, and then try and circle back and do a full season in the fall. So that's the second interesting thing. The, uh, the other thing is, um, uh, let's see, uh, Kanye West is running for president. And, um, and I got one. I got one. Notre Dame, the Notre Dame football program. It's evidently the cleanest program in the history of, of, of football. Because they and, keep testing and, everybody and nobody ever gets COVID over there. And and Clemson, on the other hand, uh, is not clean. They have no, lots, everybody of, has lots and lots and lots of COVID over there. Um, <laughs> so I guess Notre Dame is going to be the national champion this year, huh? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think that's fair to say. Uh, Hamilton, Hamilton is is on and then canceled. And then the cancel the, the Hamilton cancel got canceled too. So yes. um, so now I think it's back on again. Um, yeah, and, and other news that is circulating its way through the NFL and through. Of Twitter. course, how could I forget the um the There's a rumor that the Trump aides are looking to uh, to break the Hong Kong U.S. dollar peg. So. <laughs> yes. Oh, and of course, Deshaun Watson quoted Adolf Hitler today. <laughs> don't do whoa 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 whoa. Don't say Deshaun Watson. Don't put that evil on him. Oh, that, not Deshaun this Watson. Was, I'm sorry. This was Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. Jackson. Deshaun. You apologize to Deshaun Watson I now. I apologize to Deshaun Watson. Besides, I was a huge fan of Deshaun Watson. I wanted him yes. drafted. Yes, exactly. I had uh, Deshaun Watson on my mind because I was just reading something right here that they're saying that he can be the next half a billion dollar man. Yeah, uh, possibly. I think that. Well, it, you know, interesting, interesting uh, idea because they got drafted in the same draft, obviously, and um, not too far apart from one another. Uh, both have been wildly successful. Uh, obviously, 
this the, they were the same draft right yeah the, this was yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah. of course they were um, same draft. and uh both wildly successful i think mahomes obviously a little bit more so was Mitchell um, trubisky wildly successful as well right we were i was just debating this with uh with i was just debating this with somebody um who made more millionaires apple or andy reed wow that's a good one right it's a tough one right it's a tough yeah. it's a toughie <laughs> you have to stop and you have to stop and think about that a little bit yeah well apple was somewhere around 147 if i remember my documentary correctly yeah but how many how many how many millionaires do you think andy reed has made easily i mean not counting defense i'm obviously not counting defense oh okay uh, on offense you know what yeah, it could on be offense. over 147 and, yeah including I mean, one that quoted uh hitler <laughs> yeah uh, that's true well they can't all be they can't all be brain surgeons yeah you know uh it's it's such an easy rule to to follow in life you know never quote hitler like <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah you think I, so? I, I, I don't know why you would wake up in the morning and say, "You know what? This is a great idea to put on Instagram." <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I don't. I don't wake up and and think that. Like, go to my Rolodex of Hitler co- quotes and say, "You know, is today the day?" Um, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Well, anyway, we're running a promotion on the network with one of our sponsors, You Break Wheel Fix, and you're waiting for the first name of a dolphin player. I'm not going to say it right now, so I'm going to force you to listen to most of the episode. And I'll say it sometime toward the end. Or not. Or maybe I'll say it in between questions. Or maybe we already did. Or maybe we already did. Exactly. Okay. Wrap your head around that one. We're going to do this thing where everybody produces the show for us because I got nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So No, it's not that we have nothing. It's that the NFL has nothing. Now the NFL had something, and I just went over it all in thirty seconds. And then I started <laughs> getting much. into, and then I started getting into really, really obscure macro stuff. Yes, exactly. And right now, I'm reading about Logan Swanson, uh, draft prospect. Okay, from Agustana. I didn't know what the hell Agustana it was, but evidently he's a good draft prospect. Who? Exactly, Logan okay. Swanson, defensive line. Okay. Is that? It, are we supposed to comment on that? On that person? No. Uh, okay. No. Good. Thank God. <laughs> okay. Here's some questions. All right. And uh, I picked out a pretty good batch. We got like eight million questions, so I just picked out six because it's going to be a short episode. And remember, listen for that first name of a Dolphins player sometime during all of this. And this question is from Raul Escarpio at Catholic Ed for All. What does Coach Flores have to accomplish this year to be considered a top five NFL coach? Oh, that has to be, that has to be at least that has to be at least the playoffs and and deep into the playoffs. Really? If he gets deep into the playoffs, then then he and I mean very deep. Like to make that kind of splash. Listen, this is only his second year. Um, to make that kind of splash, he's going to have to have obviously taken on a team that was tanking and all that jazz. And then, you know, the next year, you clearly won more games than a lot of people thought that they should have in the first year. So that's off to a pretty good start. But to be like top five in in the NFL at this moment, like he's going to have to be in conference championship at least. Yeah, as it turned out last year, he was plus three because – he was pick'em against the Bengals at home. He was a favorite, I believe, against the 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 Washington team. So 
Mm. That's a negative right there because they lost. So, yeah, he gained about three wins. So, like, let's say the, the expectation is eight. Yeah, man, if he gains three wins again this year, that's 11. Then he could win coach of the year if he gets 11. Now, top five? I don't know. This it's, year? It's a rough group. Yeah, yeah. Well, a rough group. This, do you, so you're saying that if he won 11 games last year, he could have gotten coach. And if he won 11 games last year, he would have gotten year. coach. Not this year. I'd say year. if he wins 11 games this year, he gets coach. I don't think he gets coach of the year if he wins 11 games this year. Really? I don't think, so. I don't think that's true. No, I don't think that. I well, think I think so. 11 games in the AFC East wins in the division. I, I think know. last year would have. Keep in mind, keep in mind, we, you know, Tony Sperano won to get coach of the year. No, to get, to get half of the coach of the year award. Mm-hmm. He took a one and fifteen team and made them eleven and five and won the division away from the Patriots. Okay, yes. that's and and did it by unleashing the Wildcat on the NFL. So um, that got him half of the Coach of the Year award. <laughs> he got a Mike uh, Smith in in Atlanta got it as well, or they they like shared it, it was like co coach of the year or something like weird like that. Um, yeah, so yeah, no, 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 no. Brian Flores getting coach of the year this this year for eleven wins? No, 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 no. They're gonna give it to whoever wins the Super Bowl, or you know, maybe if if one of the teams in the Super Bowl was kind of a not a great team before, then maybe that guy gets coach of the year. Um, no, there's no way Brian. Flores, listen, it's deep in the playoffs. Let's let's set our standards. What actual NFL teams set their standards to? Um, and stop being Dolphins. Uh, deep in the playoffs is success. Is is you're you're talking about Brian Flores being regarded as a good coach. Um, deep in the playoffs several times over the next couple of years, and then you start to con- have the conversation about like you know top five or something like that. Yeah, the, and, the, let's and- not let's not let's not let's not handicap them. Yeah, okay. and top five is a tough group if you think about it. Belichick, Sean Payton. Sure, um, I mean, I, I like. I really, I'm a big fan of Zimmer in Minnesota. I know. I'm a big fan of Andy Reid, even though like and only Andy Reid's probably until, the second best coach. Yeah, I mean, football. only until just now that he got, you know, he got the the Super Bowl. But I mean, he's been a Shanahan, fantastic coach. you know, and are, are we out on on the kid McVay? You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. I guess we're no longer. You know, we're no longer counting him like he was flashing the pan. Yeah. And then you still have the Grudens, you know? Yeah. And um, uh, I will say that if, if Brian Flores gets in deep into the playoffs. No, nah, I mean, so I wanted to say if he gets deep into the playoffs by, you know, having a dominant defense, mm-hmm. you know, because that's his special. That's what he's supposed to be doing. Right. He's supposed to. He's here. He's here to give us uh, a Patriots, you know, thinking man's defense and, and all that jazz. If he if he creates a dominant defense here, helps create a dominant defense here, then maybe um, he gets a little more recognition than he otherwise would. But it's still tough for me to start saying like top five or something like that. Like then win the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl, and then maybe, maybe. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, as far as any awards, I say I, I'll repeat what I said before. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa leads this team to the playoffs, and he's the reason they're in the playoffs. I think he wins Rookie of the Year. Because I think yeah, I think that's true. Okay, I think, I think that, that can that be happens. true. Offensive Rookie O'Roy, I think he can get O'Roy by um by yeah by leading leading a, a formerly five and eleven team into the playoffs. 
the next year as a rookie quarterback. I think that that can happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, But will it happen? Two preseason games. So I don't know. And and, and the players want none. And the players want no. Players want none. Yeah. The players want no part of preseason, but um, they usually never do. But um, but still, (laughs) you know, is is that enough? Is that enough to get? That's going to be rough, man. Um, yeah, because we were counting on we were counting on having the full complement of preseason games, so then we could get well, a good look at. at I wasn't Tua. counting on it. I was just, you know, like we're speaking in hypotheticals. Or like right. he, if this were a normal preseason and training camp, and so so on and so forth, then the chances of him walking out in, into week one is like this kid's the best we have, and and he should be playing. Um, I think we're higher than many people were saying. Uh, many people were thinking way higher than many people were thinking, but this is not going to be a normal uh, off season. It's not going to be a normal training camp and not going to be a normal preseason. No. So, you know, who really knows at that point? Um, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is, uh, is part of the uh, vulnerable, uh, vulnerable COVID population, right? He's elderly. <laughs> um, yes, he is massive beard uh i think that's a that's a risk factor yeah um so eats cake um so i think that yeah yeah, i think i think that uh you have to watch out there but yeah seriously um i i would still take the under on whatever people are setting the over under uh as for which week we see to a tongue of ialoa start at quarterback i will i will always pretty much always take the under um but two preseason games really damages the the idea that it's going to be week one or that it could be week one not that it was ever going to be for sure week one it's just like that really damages the possibility yeah still could be though yeah you know never know Uh, although although uh, somebody was posting a a meme earlier today comparing the first seven games of Preston Williams this year and the first seven games of DeAndre Hopkins and Preston Preston Williams was better So if uh, if we believe all of these reports where it's it's basically just Tua and Preston mm-hmm. Williams just throwing the ball back and forth, then maybe those numbers could get a lot bigger. You know, it's interesting because one of the one of the first players that I really compared him to when he was coming out, when I took a look at it, you know, because it, it wasn't until we signed him under after that I took a look at him really for the first time. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, that night that we signed him, I took a look at him and really, and after just a night of watching every single game that I could, which luckily I had a bunch of his games already on file because of because of other players that I had been looking at on Colorado. Um, yeah, when I did, I, was, I thought he was the second best player that we acquired all off season. But mm-hmm. one of the first players I compared him to was DeAndre Hopkins. He he reminded me of him. Um, and so I thought that's interesting. Um, I thought he was a longer, leaner Des Bryant is what hmm. I thought when I looked at him. Uh, to me, he doesn't have Des Bryant's run after catch. Run, Des Bryant had like, mm-hmm. especially coming out of college, he was just like dynamic. Remember, he was like return man extraordinaire. And, yes. um, and, and whereas Preston Williams, we start putting him on returns and as a rookie and we're like, no, that's not, we probably shouldn't be doing that. Um, yeah, I think Des Bryant was more like, you know, for that size, he's return man extraordinaire. That's 
That's what, actually, you know, New Hopkins was never a big run after catch dude to me. No. And and this was one of the reasons that I actually um compared Breston to him. Um they they reminded me to of each other, resembled one another that in that way. Uh, but Preston's Preston's for real, man. I I you, you really got remember Devontae Parker was ordinary for the season, for mm-hmm. half of the season until Preston Parker got injured and every single ball started going toward Parker. Yeah, Parker was, I would say, complimentary to the number one, which was... Number one was Preston Williams. Yes, absolutely. And mm-hmm. by the way, there's your code. Preston is your code word. Okay, uh, next question. Arturo Aguirre, I guess that's or Aguirre, at Turo23, he writes, mm-hmm. David and Juco, yay or nay? Also, what would the Dolphins have to trade to get him? I would say they would have to trade maybe a fourth or fifth. Um, mm-hmm. This is a buying. This is trying to go in the gar- in in the bargain bin, and hopefully you can find a jewel. But he's not really necessary, is he, Chris? Would you? No, uh, I don't know what it takes to get him because sometimes you just don't know what the the team that has them is willing to accept. Um, but the Dolphins would only be interested in him if. It's a bargain basement situation. He's really desperate to move back down to Miami and, and you know, play for the Miami Dolphins and, you know, on a very low-risk approach. They already have – I mean, I, I, I do like David and Joe. I, I'm not trying to say anything negative about him. It's just, it's just not appropriate given the situation that the Dolphins are in. Um with who they have and Mike Gesicki and, uh, and, and the system that they have otherwise, um, you know, it could, it could happen. It could happen for a cheap price. It's not going to happen at a trade price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I was watching, I was watching a little bit of, of Changeli, which is to say that I was watching that season again uh, in New York, uh, namely because Ryan Fitzpatrick was there. So, mm-hmm. I've, I've been watching a lot of those games and something that he liked to do, he liked to run a lot of combination routes with the slot and the wide tight end mm-hmm. is we know what Gasecki can and can't do. Mm-hmm. How versatile is David and Juco? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's, if there's an injury, maybe, I don't know, but um... I would say OJ Howard would be the better target. No. Am I right or wrong? I would going to trade for a tight end somewhere. I would think so, but I don't think a tight end is going to be a target period for a for a valuable, you know, asset. Trading in a valuable asset for a tight end in this offense probably not happening. That's yeah. that's my that's my guess. I think as things, you know, already you got to go back to Chan Gailey with Tony Gonzalez or Chan Gailey with Quincy Anunwa, who was, as I said last week, a hybrid tight end wide receiver uh, slash H-back, um, you really got to go back and, and find places where Chan Gailey used a dude like this, and he has. But otherwise, it's like, mm, yeah, I don't know. Um, right. So they're not going to spend asset, assets on this. No, it's, it's not. Again, if something falls in their lap for free, that's a different story. But um, otherwise, no, no, I just don't see it. 
Now, th- here's an interesting one, okay? Connors at Lee Connolly one writes, does a curtailing of the offseason mean the O-line will be just as bad as last season given the lack of time to gel? Mm, very possible. Well, I saw very- the, the practice squad schedule. I don't know if you saw this, Chris. They, had, yeah. they, they posted a oh. practice schedule, what the NFLPA wants to do, mm-hmm. and that looks legitimate except for the part where – all of a sudden, they were cutting down to 14 padded practices total before they mm-hmm. actually start playing yeah. live games. I don't get that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be rough. It is going to be rough because, you know, the pain, biggest pain point is Austin Jackson at left tackle. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're obviously also going to work um, Hunt at, at right tackle. But I could see him. I could see him having early success before I could see Austin Jackson having early success. So... Yeah, and by the way, um, let me tell just before before any of our listeners start thinking, well, you know, just go out there and cheat and have forty padded practices. Uh, you can't. They have uh, NFLPA monitors at every single practice. Oh yeah, man, they they got, they're gonna have like these. They're gonna have these uh, these like sci-fi futuristic, you know, mm-hmm. wristbands or whatever on these guys to let them know when they're when they're getting in proximity to one another i mean you don't you don't think they know exactly <laughs> what kind of what kind of practice schedule everybody's keeping i mean this is yeah. this is big brother dude um yeah. so yeah, yeah no there's that's out of the question i think i think yeah there's there's a decent chance you're going to see a lot of bad offensive line play in the nfl this year um and you're just going to have to deal with it and and maybe that's maybe that's one one more reason to one more thing to drop in the bucket of starting ryan fitzpatrick is um is like you know i don't i don't want Tua to be you know sacrificed <laughs> as a rookie in in this shit year that's about to happen um so you know not that i'm saying the dolphins are going to i think it's going to be a, a shit year for for nfl football in general for many reasons i think a lot of players are just going to get knocked off of their their rhythm their their game their um you know these guys are creatures of habit, as Ethan said last week. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it could be it could be a shit show. Um, so, yeah, maybe 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 you do sacrifice uh, Fitzpatrick this, for this year and um, and not stick to it and give him a cleaner year. Um, I don't know, but it's going to be tougher when when Brian Flores is like, "Well, I I just need to fucking win football games, dude. Who's who's my best? Who's my best guy?" And, and it's like, well, two is throwing these strikes in practice, and, and we've seen we've seen Ryan Fitzpatrick in practice, right? Yeah. There are times he's brilliant, just like amazing. And yeah, there's yeah. times it's like, ooh. You remember what, uh, last year uh, in the WhatsApp chat? I was frick was me, that? What the <laughs> hell is this guy doing out here? This, yeah. This, guy, this is the best quarterback I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like he's like Brett Favre throwing. Brett Favre meets you know Allen Iverson or something like that. Like he's um at at times in practice and then it's he like made other a throw times, last like, year he made a throw ooh. i think i told you about it he made a throw last year rolling yeah. to his left where he just like it looked like he was throwing it away and it somehow found preston williams tiptoeing the sideline like 38 yards down the field yeah and i was like who the hell makes that throw and i i, I and i wasn't joking and i told you on whatsapp i think mahomes makes that throw and nobody else yeah. It's just something that he just pulled out of his ass. He's capable of doing things like that. 
yeah i mean it's not really it's not really arm talent it's just just like just pure bravado <laughs> um, <laughs> yes yes but, if you ask him to do it twice he can't do it <laughs> yeah exactly although mahomes might you know if well, mahomes do it, do it you could do it mahomes do it nine times out of ten but yeah. um yeah i think that i think that uh it's going to be interesting well what's what's interesting is the policies that the nfl set forth um with respect to the camp is you're only allowed so many pool reporters to to view practice so so don't count on us being there necessarily um and and also uh, you're not allowed to tweet from practice. You're not allowed. You're not. You're basically not allowed to report on practice. You're allowed to say so and so practice today. Stop. Like <laughs> yes. that's it. And it's like, holy shit, guys! Like you're supposed to sound like like the. Did you ever see the? You saw Major League, right? When um, the yeah. two announcers. And, oh yeah, yeah. And, and the guy passes out, and all of a sudden the 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 color commentator is like lost, and yeah. he's like hit and caught he hit the ball and he caught it <laughs> yes. you know it's like that's that's the reporting that the the nfl wants you to do on the practices like i'm not you're not allowed to say anything about what kind of play it was or uh you know what formation they they're they're working out out of or um and you know anything any you know who's working what kind of personnel groups to you know and who's looking like who's going to start and stuff yeah, like and to think that two, say shit yeah it's and to awful. think that yeah to think that two years ago i was putting up animations of their plays oh <laughs> i know running remember yeah i remember and and so yeah it's just it's just it's just awful it, <laughs> it's really the nfl they're really going way beyond this time with with this new set of rules they i get so sick of these assholes acting like they're putting men on the moon yeah i mean they they are acting like they are in a nuclear fucking arms race and this is the cold war all over again it's life and death it's you know the the fate and the balance of the world is is in their is in their hands and and this is what this is what this is it's a fucking game dude someday we're going to look you know they're going to look back and they're saying well where did your season really go wrong brian flores well i think it was when um alfredo artiaga tweeted from camp on uh on august uh you know or august 16th and yeah. uh and he really you know he gave he away completely exposed so yeah a, a strong he, he side gave run away, that we were working on absolutely he gave away this strong side run that we were working on and it's just went tits up from there. Um, yeah. You know, the, by the way, two years ago, get over yourselves, play, guys. Get the anim- fuck over yourselves. When I animated that play, it was a design pass to Kenyon Drake. Remember? Yeah, I remember. They it. ran that play three times all season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one time it went for a touchdown. The other two times for one yeah. for a short gain. The other one intercepted in yeah. Cincinnati. But yeah, one time it did go for a touchdown. Just, just insane. These, these, these guys are such assholes. If you want to know which play it was, it was the touchdown against the Colts that Kenyon Drake ran in. That was it. It was that design yeah. pass. You know who probably annoys me even more than the uh, than NFL guy who's like, you know, don't don't report anything from on what's going on. You know, just 
you know, don't give away secrets and stuff. You know who yeah. probably annoys me more mm-hmm. is NFL fan guy that is like, well, I don't, I don't want to know about that. I don't want you to give away any of their secrets. Like, you, you could just tell me that Preston Williams practiced today and that he might have caught a pass, and that's fine with me. Yeah. Uh, I'll find out during the games. Or the guy that would directly blame me for actually yeah. blowing a game or something. Like, yeah, right. As, yeah, if, exactly. as if Bill Belichick is listening to this podcast and saying, okay, I, I, I got it now. All right. Well, and, was, and he's going to call his son, you know, the defensive coordinator yeah. now, and tell him, look out for this, and this is how yeah. we're going to beat them, all right? Well, well I, was, I, was, I was listening to the Three Yards for Carry podcast, and, um, <laughs> you know, Alfredo Artiaga uh, explained this one play. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. We, 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 we obviously um, – we capped it and uh and studied it and you know it's just football and uh, that's what we did <laughs> oh boy all right another question and this is phil riveron not the real phil riveron but this guy <laughs> <laughs> you know if, if phil riveron is sending phil, us questions this it would phil, be pretty cool phil okay. riveron is 12th kid <laughs> yeah and it's at Phil underscore Riv, and he writes, how big of a disadvantage is it being a young team in a pandemic-altered season? How does this change their roster management strategy this year? Now, that, that one's interesting. That's a good one. That's a good one. Has the NFL even uh, – uh, maybe I'm completely ignorant on this. Has the NFL even mentioned carrying 60, 70 players this season? No, I haven't seen anything about it. Like I think it's. Still I, I heard there might be an. I heard there might be an expansion of their um, practice squad. Yes, I did hear um, something like that. But I also heard that it's like they're they might bring fewer, fewer people than ninety to camp, mm-hmm. and in exchange get a bigger practice squad. So like well, today you know, we have a local example of how this can work, maybe, and that's uh, DJJ. Derek Jones oh, yeah, Jr. Yeah. of the Miami awesome. Heat. Yeah. He was diagnosed with COVID two weeks ago. He was cleared mm-hmm. to practice today. So yeah, he was. 14 well, he's one of the lucky days. ones. There's one of the, you know, 40. If you don't get any symptoms and stuff like that, then, or you have very few symptoms, then you're going to be good to go pretty soon. But yeah. if you, if you start getting like Rudy Gobert is like, I'm still not right. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and not just like not right with Donovan Mitchell. I but mean, it, like, yeah, his feelings are also hurt, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's also complaining about Donovan Mitchell not passing to him off the pick and roll. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. you know, he's all up in his, his, his lungs are damaged and so are, so are his feels. But, um, yes. you know, that's still, I, if you're lucky, if you're lucky, then you got like nothing like that going on. But, um, you <laughs> know, Asked Simon, he's like, I'm still not right, man. <laughs> yeah. he's, and Simon like bike rides like something like 500 miles a week. Um, so uh, that's an exaggeration. It's more like 600. Um, but yeah, so Simon like he he's still not right. I mean, he's explained it like in detail on Twitter before in response to some questions. And it's like, yeah, I mean, if you get this it's great if you're one of those no symptoms people and it's like two weeks all I'm, all I'm doing is waiting for a negative test or a couple mm-hmm. of string of negative tests and then I can go back that's yeah. cool a lot of te- a lot of players aren't going to be like that hmm. yeah it, well I can all I can say is is this it, uh, the bubble works quarantining works if you social distance you wear masks around other people you don't you know you dedicate yourself to football and nobody's out there at bars and then bringing the Rona back into the locker room, you yeah. should be okay. The only, the only thing is that we're also, you know, we're, 
we're counting on a lot of people to pull yeah, their you're weight. Gonna get, you're going to get compliance on that front, I'm sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. uh, I think that would bode well to be the optimist. Let me be the optimist here. I think it will bode well for the Miami Dolphins since they have a very young team. Maybe Brian Flores can put the fear of God into them and tell them you bring the Rona into this locker room and I'll find the hell out of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think so. I think that in terms of like stamina and freshness and stuff like that, being being a young team um, would help you weather like a bunch of rolling issues with guys coming in and out of the roster. But at the same time, like all that all that experience and and chemistry with one another, I think that's where I would prefer to be is to have an established offense that's been together for a couple of years with guys together that have been running it together. You know, that's probably where I'd rather be. Um, but that's not where the dolphins are. So no use crying about it. So. Yeah. All right. Final question. John crimes at L Twitter is his screen name. He writes best three characteristics of this staff that suggest arrow might be up going forward. Um, well, it's like a new staff already. Yeah, again. Well, uh, I can I can tell you last year. How many holdovers do we have? Legit. Like how many? It's more than half. I know that. But they've lost like the guts of the of the staff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they got the same running backs coach, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. And the same um they moved the tight ends coach. Right? They No, cuz Carl is Carl Durrell left, right? Yes, and they're moving around, Jesus yes, Christ. and they're moving around all of the defensive backs coach. They have a new yeah. DC. Yeah, I mean, the, our DBs, our D- defensive backs coach is now the DC, right? And yeah, um, it's an, it's an all fuck it, it's an all new staff. <laughs> Let's they just have the same defensive line coach, same special teams coach, I guess. Yeah, that, that it's, crazy person. It's just it's just Flores, but I mean, most everybody else is everybody else has been changed. So yeah, you got but, Chan Gailey, Chan Gailey having come in and and brought in a different a different framework for the entire offensive coaching um and then on the defensive side really you know same kind of the same thing but with a promotion on the dc um yeah it's it's just all i mean josh boyer's the dc now but they got new guys at linebackers they coach they got new guys at and the db's coach underneath josh boyer um it's hard for me to be like you know, start describing the traits of this, uh, of this coaching staff. And it's like, these guys are new. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, we know, Pro, we know Flores. Yeah. And I, I can't it. say, you know, all I can judge is the practices. And as I watch them, you know, they're crisp, mm-hmm. you know, Brian mm-hmm. Flores, you could tell, you know, he, he runs a tighter ship than what Adam Gase did, mm-hmm. but you know, pretty much anybody else does too, <laughs> you know? So it's oh, here's what we're not supposed to. We're not supposed to we're not supposed to to report also on like interactions between coaches and players at practice. Oh boy. <laughs> Seriously. So like, you know, last when I saw when I saw a practice, um, you know, uh what's his name? Dave DeGuglielmo get get on Isaiah Prince's ass um and and go make him stand by stand by a post and like, no, you stand over there because you're too dumb to to come and and drill with my offensive linemen like we're not allowed to talk about that 
and when Michael Dieter was told, "Get the fuck out of my, my, my yeah. out, of, out, of, out of my 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 scrimmage," that was that was yeah, that was a great yeah. moment. Yeah, that yeah. was a great moment last year. Also, not allowed to report. Was threatened to to cut practice short after like six minutes because he said that everybody mm-hmm. looked completely disinterested and they were elsewhere on a Saturday. And then we lose, we lose in week eleven, and Brian Flores is going to be like, "Yeah, I really wish." Uh, Alf wouldn't have um, yeah. wouldn't have given that away, you know, when our special teams coach dropped the f bomb on uh, on Camus uh, Gruger Hill uh, <laughs> back on August seventeenth. <laughs> yes. Oh boy. Hopefully that gets worked out. Okay, because we like yeah. I, I like bringing our listeners. Well, I can't. Well, I don't know what the hell I'm going to bring you, but, <laughs> but mm. I guess I'll just stand there at practice and. I'll occasionally take pictures of the grass so you know that I'm somewhere where, where the grassy field because I don't think they're allowed pictures either of the players. But, you know, we'll figure this out. This, mm-hmm. They're going to have to walk some of this back, I would say. Some you, of it. You Maybe. can't blame the, the Rona and all of that. Like, I'm willing to sign a waiver. I'm willing to take all your tests, okay? I'm not going to bring the Rona to Davy Camp, okay? I'm not <laughs> going to infect Tua Tonga by Aloha, all right? Oh, no, God. You know, now that is something that would ruin us, ruin us in the season, and that Brian Flores would talk about. You know what? This all went downhill when fucking Alf Artiaga <laughs> brought the Rona, brought brought COVID into camp, and exactly. Tua Tungavailo ended up infected. Yeah, like that is on you, buddy. Yeah, somebody posted today on Twitter a picture of Nick Saban with Greg McElroy, and under it it said, "Please po- post a caption." and I don't know who it was, but somebody posted, you know, Greg, there's an 11 year old Hawaiian kid who's so much better than your shitty ass. <laughs> nice. You know, and I'm pretty sure Saban was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Well, we got to right. call it. I think that's it. Yep. We will talk to you again toward the end of the month, meaning the end of July. So that's yeah. two weeks off for us. Maybe, maybe there will be something to talk about. Yeah, of course, you know, knowing, you know, knowing us next week, the Dolphins will trade for Aaron Donald or something like that. But trust me, if they do trade for Aaron Donald, we will come in with an emergency podcast. I guarantee it. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. No guarantees. Probably not. We'll probably talk about it in two weeks. So that's it. There is no more. Talk to you guys in two weeks. Thanks for listening to Three Yards Per Caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes, on Podbean, or your usual podcast provider. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. 
or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.